Have you been in conversations where people say things like, oh, this is really expensive? Or you hear things like, I actually expected it to be more costly or more expensive, but this is not bad. All this revolves around pricing, right? Um, As a business owner, you always ask yourself things like, how should I charge for this product or service? Um, Am I underselling myself? Am I even overpricing this thing? Um, All those kind of questions are questions that are very common, right? How do I even come up with a price for this product or this service? Right? Oh, God, who will help me? Don't worry. I'm here to help. Bonjour. Welcome to another episode of MIA with Damini a bi-weekly show targeted at helping African business owners sell and market their products and services better. When it comes to pricing, the first question we want to answer is how how do we come up with this pricing, right? Um, what should be in, what, what should we cover in our pricing? So for example, now the first thing would be cost of production, right? Um, Cost of production, if I was a shoemaker, I'm using it as an example now. If I was a shoemaker, um, gum, leather, um, soles, um, laces, um, the machine, the machinery I'll use, um, and all of that, right? Now, if you are buying it in bulk, calculate the number of shoes that you plan to make with these items, minimum, right? And then you now want to divide that by... Um, the amount you spend. So let's say, for example, now, all in all, all these materials cost me 50,000 Naira, um, and I plan to make 100 pairs, or no, 10 pairs. I don't think 100 is even feasible. But I plan to make 10 pairs. All you want to do is, that 50,000 Naira, 100,000 Naira, you want to divide it by 10. That way you get cost of production for one shoe, right? So that's cost of production. The second thing you want to look at is your packaging. Right, so using the same shoe business, am I putting it in a box? Am I putting it in a bag? Am I putting it in a nylon bag? How much would that packaging cost? Right, right now the cost of a box goes between 700 to about 1500 naira in Nigeria. Um, next thing is marketing. Right, obviously, as a small business, I would always advise that you market online, um, which is always cheaper than getting all these billboards that the big boys can afford. Um, there's also uh, what's it called personal networking. So from your WhatsApp, you'll be shocked how many prospects that that you have access to, right? Um, and then the, the the one thing that a lot of people do not do is labor costs. So and let me use an example. I am a baker. I bake bread or I bake cake, right? Because I have a passion in quotes for baking cake. I don't think that it's. I don't find it difficult. You know, I don't add my cost of labor to it. <laughs> what you're doing is you're selling yourself short, one. Two, um, you're also not, you're limiting your business because at some point you want to hire other bakers and other staff. And it's that cost of labor that you will now have to add, right? So add this from the get so that in, in like a few months time or a year time, when you add that cost, your products will not be ridiculously overpriced all of a sudden, right? Um... Now, labor costs, uh, I can't tell you how to charge yourself, but what I do is, for example, now, if I am developing 
a website for someone now. Um, I charge based on number of hours that we use. I charge based on all the reading I've read, data I've spent in learning, um, courses I've paid for. All of that comes to like, let's say I can now charge about give or take. If it's taking me 10 hours to make something, I can say that, okay, no, I want to charge 10,000 per hour, something like that, something like that. That cost will vary depending on what you do and all of that, right? And then you also want to add a 10% cost of all these items. So 10%, that cost would cover um, returns. So for example, now, if, if you're selling shoes or clothes, you also want to give space for people that would return the clothes either wrong size, um, they don't like the fabric, they, they expected a thicker or or thinner fabric or something. So you also, you also want to make room for that cost, right? And then finally, you add a minimum of 30% margin to it, right? Now, that is the standard for when it comes to pricing. You want to add a 30% margin. Now, a lot of other businesses, both big and small, add different margins. Um, some people add 20% margins, even 10% margins, just because they're trying to, you know what, enter into the market and all of that. What you're doing is, it's not sustainable. At some point, you're going to start selling yourself short and bringing in bad products into the market when you go below a minimum of 30% margin, right? So I would say a minimum of 30% margin. Again, some people have over 100% margin as well, right? So that's typically how you decide to price your products, okay? Now we know the things that are supposed to go into our pricing when we want to create pricing for a product now let's talk about the different pricing strategies that businesses use all over the world and uh, i'm sure there are some that you should start using from from today or maybe when you want to launch a new product number one is penetration pricing right just like the name entails you are pricing a product to penetrate the market right um, most of the time it's always a new product it's always a new product or a product that is going through some form of rebranding or something, right? Um, now, what this product does is, after you've calculated your cost of production, packaging, marketing, service base, and all that, your margin can now, this is the only time that your margin should be less than 30%. And this is for a given period of time, not the whole period, right? So for example, now um, let's use Budweiser. When Budweiser came into the Nigerian market, they used the penetration pricing strategy, right? They started selling at 300 to 350, um, knowing fully well that their direct competition, which is Heineken, retailed at 500 naira, right? After a while, like three, four, five, six months, they now started selling for 500 naira as well because they had already gotten the base of some fans, people that were drinking other beer brands, even their competition brands, to try them out taste them and see that, okay, this is actually not bad. And then they now take it back to their normal status quo, normal standard, pricing standard, right? Um, another one is um, these guys that just came into the market, Super Commando Energy Drink. Um, I think I saw somewhere that they were selling a bottle for about like 50 bucks, 50 naira. And then uh, I think the plastic bottle is about 100 naira. So yeah, I, I genuinely do not see that price staying there for the next six months or one year. At some point, it will be increased. So there's some penetration pricing happening there. Um, it's the same thing that Fearless did as well. So yeah, that energy drink space is very hot in Nigeria right now. Like everything, everybody now, there's there's Predator, there's Monster, there's Red Bull, 
there's a super commando name is very interesting but yeah so that's what penetration pricing is about all right so the next um pricing strategy is known as the scheming pricing so scheming pricing can also be known as value for money what that means is um the price of products right when you've calculated the cost of production and all of that you just add a normal or regular profit margin which is your minimum of 30 percent to that product so for example now let's say people like orimo um goldberg okay i don't want to use another beer brand but let's just say um cowbell those kind of guys they would most likely be using skimming pricing so when you've added cost of the wrapper to put the milk cost of producing the milk cost of marketing the milk all those costs right um, when you are done you then add a 30% margin of your total cost and say that, okay, you know what? Let us sell this milk for 10 naira. So what that means is give or take, let's say that milk now to produce it and get it into your hands, into your cup of tea and all that cost cowbell, um, what is that? Promacido, cost Promacido 7 naira, okay? What that means is the, act, the selling price would be 10 naira. So their profit is 3 naira per per sachet of cowbell milk, right? That's typically what skimming pricing is all about. Um, it's very common for both new and existing products. Um, and then it also has its limits. So I'll explain that later on the podcast. But the next one is premium pricing. Again, as the name implies, now premium pricing, they sell the most expensive things, right? And what they sell is not necessarily the product itself. It's more like brand experience and brand inclusion. That brand image is what sells the most. Um, so it's not meant for everybody, but it's meant for an elite few. It's supposed to give you that feeling of, I'm a standout person. I'm a standout business. I'm different from Mr. Agbanje and Mr. So-so-and-so. If anybody is called Agbanje, listen to this. Yo, I love you. I'm, a, I'm your fan. Don't. It's just an example. Please, don't be angry with me. But yeah, right? That's what premium pricing does. Um, example, you have Apple, right? Um, we all know Apple AirPods, Apple wristwatch, their phones ridiculously priced to every mass person, every mass person. But apparently everybody wants to own it because of that premium pricing, that, you know, that brand experience and brand inclusion that it gives you, right? Um, I have a friend of mine, he's Appled out, like phone, wristwatch, laptop, desktop, um, AirPods, everything just Apple out. And he said, I'm like, I can't imagine life without Apple. Well, guess what? I Me, mean, I can. I don't. <laughs> I can't imagine life without them. But yeah, um, there's, you have the Rolls Royce, right? Um, people that have Toyotas, um, Hondas, no shade. But hey, a Rolls Royce is definitely not for everybody. Everybody can afford it, right? Um, if you want to talk about, if you want to go down things that I find very interesting, um, there's this whiskey brand. It's called Mitchell's Celebration. A bottle costs $5,000. Um, in Nigeria, as of now, $1,000 is $470,000. Okay, no, let's use regular rate, $380,000. So that means that bottle costs about $1.2 million, right? 300000 times four. No, times five. Yeah, it costs about $1.5 million, actually. So yeah, that's, that's the difference between premium pricing and every other thing. Premium pricing, they don't even sell the product. They sell the brand experience and um, brand inclusion. The question now would be, um, I'm an African business. I do not have a beverage 
or a milk factory or a car factory or a tech factory or something, right? But what pricing do I use? Um, funny thing is, every every industry uses one of these three strategies, right? Um, Louis Vuitton, Chanel. Um, in Nigeria, we have um, House of Tara. Um, we have David Wedge. Um, I mean, that's a lot of fashion-centric brands. But yeah, typically, every business anywhere in the world can use either the penetration, scheming, or premium pricing, right? What, um, what I have seen to work and what I have, what I have implemented in a few of the businesses that I run, um, I always start with the penetration pricing, and then I move to either a scheming or a premium pricing, which is possible, right? And... The penetration pricing is always tied to um, like an introduction offer. So, for example, now let's say um, we're starting a business and the first 100 people would get this at, at let's say, 10,000 naira, right? What we are going to then do is those 100 people, when they've gotten the product, we want to have testimonials or reviews and all of that with like, let's say 20 to 50 of them, right? And you make sure that this is like high value content, like high, seriously high value content. Them talking about the pain points that this product solved, all of that, all of that, all of that right? Um, after that, I can now then take that particular content that they've given me and then infuse it into my marketing. And then once I do that, I can either have a scheming product um, pricing strategy put in place or a premium pricing put in place. But this is solely dependent on the product I am selling or the product you as a business owner is selling. So let me explain. If I'm selling, um, if I'm selling clothes, right? And the clothes that I'm selling, the fabric is regular fabric that you see anywhere and everywhere, right? I cannot go and put a premium price tag on it. If I'm getting materials from places like maybe China or something, yeah, I cannot put a premium pricing on it. However, if I am getting my fabric from inside a, a, a mountain, maybe in Fiji or somewhere where there's just a very select few allowed to go and get that particular uh, material, I can charge a premium pricing for that because I am 100% certain that Competition is not going to meet me tomorrow and come and join me in this business and sell the same product. Worst case they will do is they will sell a replica or a knockoff, right? So yeah, that's how I'll start with the premium pricing. But typically, most businesses start from penetration pricing, get um, a loyal fan base to start patronizing them, and then move to scheming pricing. What that does is when you move from penetration pricing to scheming pricing, the people that will stop patronizing you, they will not be so much. Let's say you had 100 people patronize your business when it was penetration pricing. So far, those people had a good experience with your brand. When you take it to a scheming pricing um, strategy, about maybe 2%, 5% will drop off because they're like, okay, you know what? This price that they are putting is actually reasonable. It's not, they, they, can't, they, they wouldn't question the price, okay? Um, if you're going to premium pricing, from penetration pricing, then like a lot of people, let's say like four, between 60 to 40% will drop off. But you are sure that the remaining 30, 20, 10, 40% of people, right, 
they would stay with you and continue continue patronizing. You're also sure that those group of people can even introduce you to other people that can afford your 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 product. Um, now, one thing that I want you guys to take very serious is that when a lot of your pro prospects say that your product is too expensive, and when I say, let's say you're targeting a million people with a Facebook ad or something, if a hundred thousand of those people are giving you feedback of, oh, your, your, your product is too expensive, your targeting is wrong. Stop that. Stop that particular ad you are running and retarget a new set of people that is well tailored to the people you are looking for, right? So we spoke about the different um, pricing strategies. Um, we also spoke about how you won't come up with a price for your product. Where do you start from? Um, and all of that. Um, when it comes to pricing, you can always review. You can always review and you know make changes where it's necessary so that at least you can always attract more prospects to come and buy from you. Right? Um, I'm not saying you should go and increase or go and reduce your price, the price of your products. I'm just saying that you should review it and know what pricing strategy you are using going forward so that you target it also helps with your targeting right thank you for listening to another episode of MIA with Damini um, this podcast is sponsored by Oja Digital an agency targeted at making marketing simple and productive for small and medium scale businesses so till next time au revoir